This is a thousand ways to market your business brought to you by Pushing the Envelope. We're going to dive deep into all things marketing to help you reach your goals. Tune in and let's grow your business. Hi everyone, Samantha Scott here, owner and president of Pushing the Envelope, and we're back with a thousand ways to market your business. I hope you're ready. Today we have a special guest, Patricia Crump. Yeah, hey, I'm excited to be here. Um, I'm the marketing manager at Pushing the Envelope, and I'm responsible for creative development of campaigns, as well as making sure all of our marketing tactics are aligned. And making sure that we're all fully caffeinated. You can see she has her yes. coffee today because, you know, insert marketing meme. We all are addicted to caffeine in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. um, it absolutely applies to us in this case. So today we're going to talk about marketing and a few really core elements of that, right? So how to plan strategically for marketing. Also, why if you pull back on marketing could be detrimental, brand reputation, and a few other things. Yeah, exactly. Proper marketing to a business is crucial for um, any brand to get their story out there. It really should be treated as an overall investment. Yes. So you're getting your brand out there into the correct audience is yeah. really the important part. Absolutely. I think that mindset's so really, really important to start off with is marketing is an investment. It is not just an expense, right? On the bottom line of your balance sheet, um, it's an investment. That's a really important mindset because when you're looking at this, you think, okay, what am I going to get for this? So planning ahead to think for that, but also looking at this investment as something where you're going to get something, not just I'm putting it out there because I have to and I'm probably not going to get anything back. Absolutely not. We want to make sure we're looking at this as an investment and we're holding those efforts accountable to create a return. Right. Any marketing plan should be creating those desired results for your business. Yeah. So whether that be sales, leads, donations, um, you know, any conversion that your business is seeking can directly be tied to marketing efforts. Absolutely. And that's a really great point because I think so often people look at marketing and they think that they're measuring, but really all they're measuring are the efforts, not the actual outcomes of those efforts. So yes, you should be looking at your email open rates, your social audience engagement, um, how many phone calls or reservations you got. But really it's about the actual bottom line of did this generate sales? Did you get the horse to water and did the horse drink? Exactly. A marketing plan is kind of like a roadmap. You know, your creativity is the vehicle and then the strategy is the directions and how you're going to get there. I like that. And without either, you could end up where you don't want to be. <laughs> no, in Timbuktu. That's not where I'm trying to go. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, that strategy is what helps deliver your um, branding and creativity to the correct audience. You know, the people that you really want to take those desired actions that we just talked about. Yeah, that's a great point because there are specific people, right? We're not in the business of doing spray and pray, you know, put it out there and hope somebody picks it up mm -hmm. because not every message is going to be right for the right audience. Not every channel is going to be the right one. And as we've talked about, this is a thousand ways to market your business. It doesn't mean you should do a thousand different approaches. You should pick the right one. And knowing your audience is fundamental to marketing success because if you're trying to market to women 60 plus versus, you know, uh, college grads, these are very different people with different ways of getting information, different interests. Right. So getting your message to the right people is crucial. And then keeping it consistent is crucial to the longevity of your marketing and branding and taking those desired actions. Yeah. And consistency over time, right? This is a long game effort. And I think people tend to get tired. Um, you know, when I did public speaking, we always talked about how, you know, if a new sexy trend came out, everybody jumped on. Oh, I'm going to do that. And then a month later, they're not doing it anymore. It's like, oh, it's tired. You know, it's not the new shiny toy anymore. 
Well, consistency is really, really critical in marketing because you have to make sure people can build that rapport with you and trust and expectations. But it's also really important because you're not going to see return right away. You know, this isn't a flip the switch and the light comes on that we're going to see results overnight in most cases. Yeah, super important. Yeah, it's definitely the long game. And keeping those consistent touch points with the correct audience is so important. Yeah, absolutely. And that also means sticking it out when things get rough or when you're out of season. And where we are in Southwest Florida, the summertime is actually really, really slow. And September, we jokingly and lovingly refer to as death timber because it's just the slowest time. Now, if you're in a different part of the country, this could be very different for you. Maybe your summertime is very busy and your winter is slow. Well, we've talked with a lot of business owners who say, well, why should I spend money when I know there's nobody out there? Right. If I'm not getting any business right now, why would I spend money on marketing? I can pull back, save a few bucks now and pour it in. Well, we're here to tell you that's the absolute wrong choice to make. Consistency, even in the slow times, is absolutely critical for market share. And I think you've got some great points on that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If you've already captured that valuable market share, you have to guard that. You know, it's important to continue communicating with those audiences and really keeping out the competition. There's so yes. many competitors out there that are competing for the same attention yeah. of, of the same people. Absolutely. So, and new competitors are coming on each and every day. Mm -hmm. So you really have to keep your message top of mind, you know, as they say, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, absolutely. And I would even add to that, um, you know, with the competition and, and being top of mind is, you know, thinking about market share and what you can gain, right? So if we've got a client who says, well, why am I going to spend money on marketing because I'm, you know, just doing enough to keep the doors open. And it's the summertime. This is what we expect. Well, why wouldn't you do a promotion where maybe you can get some more people to come in and you do a little discount? You know, if it's 20% off, 80% of something is better than 0% of something. So use these times to be creative versus pulling back because you could optimize what you are getting, maybe get a little bit more, but also not run the risk of losing out on really valuable market share because it took a long time to build that. It's not going to come back overnight. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you bring up a great point about optimizing where your marketing dollars are going. As you brought up earlier, there's so many ways to market a business, a thousand ways at least. Yeah. <laughs> and um, if you, you know, put money into all of those, it's likely not going to work out. You're going to get minimal return yes. across a lot of avenues. But yeah. if you really optimize where your marketing dollars are going into the funnels that are creating the most return for you, you can just make those marginally even better. Absolutely. I love the analogy of you can move 100 things forward an inch or one thing forward a mile. Pour your focus, your energy, your time and money in certain cases into the one or two things that are really going to create return. And that's where testing and measuring comes in. You know, because some of you might be thinking, OK, great, well, I would love to do that, but I don't know what's working. Well, the first step is actually making sure you're tracking every single thing. Um, you know, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Patricia's heard me say it too many times. But uh, every single thing of marketing can be tested and measured. And if anybody tells you otherwise, they're full of baloney. Um, and it's just so important because you should be able to determine is email working, is social working, is PR working, and making sure you know how it's working. Are these generating returns and efforts? Because if you're putting out time or money, you need to know what you're getting back for that. Absolutely. If you're doing everything and pouring money into it and don't know how it's performing, you've really wasted your dollars. Absolutely. Which is unfortunate. We never want anyone to do that. So um, really testing and measuring. And if you're doing too much, you might not know what's creating that return. So yes. really A-B testing and measuring one thing against another at mm -hmm. a time is so crucial 
Yeah, I think you just made a really great point there of uh, if you're doing too much, right? So we've talked to businesses when they come in and say, well, business is pretty good and here's all the things we're doing. And we say, okay, great. Well, which one's working? I don't know. They're not really mm -hmm. able to answer that question. So then we dig into it and say, okay, well, we can put a tracking code here or a phone number here or you know what have you. We can really stack those up and see what's generating those returns. You should be able to do that in any of those to make sure you're not doing too much or that you're only pouring it into the right ones. The other thing you said was A-B testing. So for those of you who aren't familiar with that, A-B testing means you change only one thing at a time, right? So if we use email, for example, um, A-B test. So maybe we always send emails on a Friday afternoon. Well, we're gonna split the audience and we're gonna send half the email Friday morning and half the email on Friday afternoon and see how that changes the performance of that email. That could be subject line, it could be any other changes you wanna make as well, but you only change one thing at a time. And you can do the same thing with your advertising, You know, change out a photo, um, there's lots of different ways to apply that. But the idea being, don't change multiple things simultaneously because you don't know which change caused the impact at the end, whether that's positive or negative. Right. Measuring that performance is so valuable to figure out where you're putting your money and what's creating the most return for you. Yeah, absolutely. And if you need resources on that, I know testing and measuring, well, I nerd out on it and it's something that we're really passionate about. Not everybody understands all of that. No problem. We've got tons of resources on our website and our blog. So um, you can feel free to go to getpushing.com slash blog and get those um, and, you know, kind of level up your measuring game. Mm -hmm. Um, and speaking of, in terms of leveling up and branding and things like that, brand reputation, right? That's another really, really important component of marketing. And uh, we think about that when we think about how we position a brand or a company. Um, but it's also something that we have to consider for those times when you might want to pull back, right? Yeah. You know, um, pulling back on marketing can really damage that brand reputation that you've worked so hard to build. Yeah. You know, I know times I'll visit a social media page and if a company hasn't posted in, you know, yeah. a few weeks to a month, I might think they've gone out of business or they're struggling internally, having some staffing issues. Mm -hmm. They're not able to upkeep that consistency. And that might affect, you know, the end product that I'm receiving as a consumer. Right. Or if it's a restaurant, like, oh, well, I guess they're not open. I'm not going to go there. Right. Um, so in that case, you as a consumer are writing the narrative for this business. And that's exactly what we're trying to help you avoid is if you decide to go dormant or pull back, people might start making their own stories about your business. And in this day and age where everyone's texting and tweeting and posting things, who knows, you know, could very well get out that your business is closed and it's not. So it's very important to control the narrative, to tell your own story about your business and protect your brand's reputation. Right, and keep up those touch points with that audience. Yeah, absolutely. What, you know, transparency and consistency, reliability, all of these things, even if it's subliminal, build trust between a business and their constituents or their consumers. Um, it's very, very important to keep that in mind that everything you do goes into the bigger story of who you are and who your business is and how you are positioned in the minds of your consumers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's it at the end of the day is how you're being perceived by your consumers. Yeah. And, you know, a marketing strategy and creative plan is really how you control that narrative. Yeah, absolutely. It's super important. And how you do it consistently so making sure your messaging is on track, you have a brand voice, that the ways you're doing it are on track. We're not saying that once you set a plan, it's set in stone and you can't make any changes, please, by no means. But just apply it with consistency. Don't do one thing one month and change it the next. And don't just pull out cold turkey. You know, one of my favorite quotes is by Henry Ford. And he says, the man who stops advertising to save money is like the man who stops a clock to save time. It doesn't work. 
I love that. And I think if more people understood that, um, you know, it would really help their businesses. Absolutely. And once you do pull back and, you know, start losing that market share, it's so hard to regain. Yeah. So it's much easier to guard and keep that and start, um, you know, moving the needle slightly in the right direction yeah. than it is to regain it once it's lost. Even if that is just communication, you know, you think about in the slow times, maybe you have more time to write content. Maybe you have more value added opportunities to benefit your consumers. So maybe if you're a restaurant, you could do, you know, uh, wine pairings or you can do different, you know, did you know things about food? Or if you're an attraction, you could take people around and show them the upgrades or just do other value added things that aren't necessarily about promoting your business, but about creating communication and rapport and consistency so people are ready and you're top of mind when season comes back around or when economic things change. Yeah, you bring up a great point. Marketing is really about engaging your audience. It's not so much selling to your audience all the time. Right. No one wants to hear that all the time. <laughs> I'm trying to sell you something. I'm trying to sell you something. But if you're adding value and creating a reason for your audience to come back for that content, that's way more valuable in the long run. Absolutely. I used to use this analogy that if we were friends, which we are, but <laughs> if we were friends and we got together for coffee once a month, but every time we got together, I was always just saying, hey, did you know about this new service? Hey, I have this promotion. Hey, I have this thing going on. You're probably going to stop hanging out with me, right? Right. 100%. Unless you're paying for the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> then you might you do know the it. way to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But most of the time people are going to say, I don't want to listen to that. But that is the same thing that people do on social media and other communication channels without ever thinking about it. Mm -hmm. When you make it 100% promotional, it's just buy this, come get this, come here today. That's not what people connect and that's not what they're interested in. Yeah. Eventually I'm going to unsubscribe. Yes. <laughs> Unless you're getting free coffee. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think, you know, in this case, marketing is, is a really big concept. And we're going to talk about so many different elements of it in this podcast. But, um, you know, I think the bottom line for today is that consistency is so important with marketing. A plan is really important. Knowing your audience, making sure you're testing and measuring, you know, it's just really, really important stuff for a business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that sums it up. Awesome. Well, we started a new tradition last time with Hannah, so we're going to continue that with you today, where we take a question from the audience. And in this case, it's probably coming from my mom because I don't know who else is listening <laughs> right now, but that's okay. I'll take it. It's still a really good question. So the question is, is competitor monitoring really important for the success of a business? Yes, definitely. Um, competitor monitoring is crucial to success. You have to know what your peers are doing and um, how they're engaging their audience. They might be doing it in a new and different way that you never thought of. Yeah. I mean, do I have to mention Blockbuster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, tough one there. But, you know, new people broke out into the market with a new technology that serves the same purpose that you thought you were serving. So yeah. it's definitely important to keep tabs on that yeah. and make sure you're aware of what's happening. I'd also say even if you think you have the best product or the best service in the market, and you may very well, Keeping an eye on your competitor is really, really important because your consumers may not think the same way. Mm -hmm. So I might look at this competitor and say, oh, yeah, OK, great. You do that, but I do this and my way is better. But my consumer might look at that competitor and say, oh, I actually kind of like that or that's a different way of doing something. So, you know, make sure that it's not that you show as you're evaluating things, but it's your consumer's mindset that you're really focused on when you're doing this competitor monitoring to make sure you're looking at it from every perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Patricia, on A Thousand Ways to Market Your Business, our new podcast by Pushing the Envelope. I'm so glad to have you here. This is episode number two or podcast number two. We have 998 or more things to cover. So <laughs> looking forward to having more.
Great. Thanks for having me and lots more to come. Yeah, absolutely. In the meantime, keep pushing. Thank <music> you.